It's time for Wolverines Weekly. We sit down and recap the latest in WDC athletics. Let's hustle to it. Welcome in everyone to the final Wolverines Weekly here in the month of February. I'm CJ Baumgartner and we have conversations with your Wadena Deer Creek head coaches coming up. But first, we're going to talk with Wadena Deer Creek girls wrestler and first ever state participant Maddie Gallen coming up after the break here on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back here on Wolverines Weekly, and we are joined with the Wolverines Junior Girls Wrestler. It is Maddie Gallant. Maddie, thanks for joining the program, and you've had a pretty great season so far. Just talk a little bit about uh, how that's been going for you. Um, Well, recently I've been able to wrestle more girls, and that's a really cool opportunity because it's more of an even match rather than just going out there knowing that the guy is stronger than you and there's not a whole lot you can do there. Yeah, and and you you mentioned that as uh, this is obviously the first year that the Minnesota State High School League has sanctioned girls wrestling. You know, just talk about before. I mean, I know it's your first year in wrestling, but just talk a little bit kind of of what that process was like before girls officially got the the okay. Yeah, so... I've done stats since seventh grade, and I've been watching wrestling my whole life. So you'd go, and there was maybe one or two teams, like Bertha Hewitt has Abby, that would have, like, a girl in their lineup. And it was pretty rare to see. But this year, I've noticed there's more teams with a girl. I still wasn't able to wrestle a whole lot of them because the teams that do have one girl, they're at a different weight than me. Um, But it's... It's definitely grown a lot since it is sanctioned because girls are like, might as well try, which is kind of what I did. And, yeah. And just talk a little bit about that. What kind of pushed you to go in and uh, do wrestling? Well, I talked to Mr. Wollum right away before the season started. I was like, I kind of was thinking about joining this year. And I've thought about it before, but um, when I found out that it, was a sport this year like a sanctioned sport I thought that's a better opportunity to be able to wrestle more girls and that was just kind of my final convincer I guess because I have thought about it for maybe two or three years and just talk about what this season has been like just talk about how many times you've gotten the opportunity to go to uh, a girls wrestling event and just kind of talk about how that's been like this season so my first ever match was in it was against Border West and Webster, South Dakota. And I was pretty scared. And then I find out they're having me wrestle a girl a few weight classes above and then one that's just one weight class above just because one of them was pretty new too. And they just wanted us to have that opportunity to wrestle girls. So I go in and she's a little heavier than me, so it was kind of difficult for me. And I just was pretty discouraged after that. And then most of the season I've been wrestling JV against other guys. And it's pretty frustrating to just have them be stronger than me all the time. So before Christmas break, I was able to wrestle in a girls' tournament in Piers where, while a JV one was going on. And so I saw two girls there, and I was able to pin one of them. And then just a few weeks ago, I wrestled in Pine City, and that was a really cool experience to see so many girls together and like they had quite a few people there were eight person brackets pretty much for every weight 
which I don't think you would have seen before it was sanctioned as a sport. And you mentioned that a little bit, just the difference of having to be a girl wrestling boys to now a girl being able to wrestle uh, girls. And just talk about, you know, the the little bit of how it's different. Is it, st- I mean, obviously in boys wrestling, strength plays a lot of big, uh, plays a big role into it. Is it more strength in girls wrestling? Is it more focused on technique? Kind of how is that differ from when you wrestle against boys? Well, unless you're, you know, like 100 pounds, a girl wrestling a guy, like the middle and heavier weights, they're just so much stronger because they go from football season, most of them, to wrestling. So they're a lot stronger, so they can use that. And wrestling girls, you notice, like, we're a lot more flexible. So when I was in Pine City, this one girl, I had a cradle on her that probably could have pinned a lot of guys, but, like, we're able to move out of it different. And, like, I think it's easier for me sometimes when I get have to, like, move my shoulders out. I don't know. that. I guess I'm not a guy, so I can't say from their side. But I think it's, I don't know. Cause, like, I have the technique for some things. It's just their strength, they can get it off of me. And you know, you you get the opportunity now to go through this section tournament, and you get and you won, and you got an opportunity to go to the state tournament. Just talk a little bit about how what was it like getting to go through that section tournament, and when did it finally hit on you? Hit you that I get to go to the state tournament? So when I looked at my bracket, I saw, you know, the records on girls tournaments are a lot different because you don't know if this is them wrestling guys, if they've had to wrestle girls before because there is teams of all girls. So they, they wrestle girls more often. So their records can look really good when some people don't have a lot of wins because they've never wrestled girls. So I look at my bracket and I'm, I was pretty confident going into my first match. I was like, okay, I'm going to do my stuff, whatever. And then I get pinned. So after that match, I was definitely knocked down a peg. I was pretty worried and then I go into my next match, and I had watched this girl wrestle. And so I kind of had a feel for what she was going to do. And I knew what I was going to do. So what my dad says is to always, like, visualize my match before I go into it. And so that's what I did for my next three matches. I was like, okay, if they do this, this is what I'm going to do. And I just had a plan. And as I was wrestling my third-place match... I was wrestling right next to the championship match for 138. And I pin her in 54 seconds, and I come off the mat, and the other mat just gets done, and they're telling me the girl that pinned me won, so there is going to be a true second match. And I was like, after earlier in the day, I was kind of defeated. I was like, okay, now things are going to have to really line up for me to be able to go to state. And then it all seemed like maybe, maybe I can go now. You know, and now getting the opportunity to go to the state tournament and the first ever one for girls wrestling, and it's you know new sport, and because it's a new sport, it's one of the fastest growing in the state. Just how cool is it to it to get to be a part of that first class? I think it's pretty cool, and I mean, I don't know. It's just also new to me, especially since it's my first year. I just think it's really cool after being around wrestling for so long 
to see girls have the same opportunity now to have their own state and everything. Talking here with the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines girls wrestler. She's a junior. She's uh, Maddie Gallen. And Maddie, thanks so much for taking the time to join in on the program and uh, get to talk about it and share all this experience. And uh, just best of luck when you get to do go down to the state tournament a week from today. Thank you. We've talked with head wrestling coach Brad Wollum all season about uh, his team and later on about how girls wrestling has progressed. But it's really fun to get to talk to the players and get to see just how it is from their perspective and how cool this whole experience has been getting to play high school sports and the memories you make. And uh, we love it. That's why we cover it here on KWAD. Well, we're going to be right back as we get to talk to those coaches here after the break. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up here on Wolverines Weekly, we are joined with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And coach, just talk a little bit about how your team's been going as they're preparing here for uh, the individuals this weekend. Uh, They're all peaking at the right time. Um, This is exactly what uh, coaches want, um, is to get the kids ready for this postseason. We've talked on the other week's radio shows, um, there's lots of peaks and valleys to any season. Um, and then just timing those peaks towards the end here. And I think all the kids are there. Um, their weights are under control. Um, bodies are feeling healthy. Attitudes, mental mindsets, everything is rolling in the right direction. So Saturday uh, looking to be like a good tournament for the Wadena Deer Creek squad. And you mentioned that, that preparation and getting them ready. And you kind of mentioned the things that you guys want to do. How do you guys go about that in practice every day, trying to get them ready for that? Um, at this point in the year, um, practices aren't as long as they normally are. I mean, the kids are in as good a shape as they're going to be. So we usually hit a really good warm-up, um, do some pretty intense drilling. Now that they kind of know the moves, we're just, everybody has their favorite moves. They're kind of one, number two, number three wrestling moves. We just go over those, go over those, and again, again. Um, and then, you know, we do... Of just a very little bit of technique, not near as much as we do in the normal part of the season. Um, just getting them, you know, a lot of situational wrestling because right now it comes down to knowing um, or wrestlers having a wrestler IQ, we like to call it, um, knowing the score, knowing the situation, what moves you can do or should do or should not do. Um, so just kind of making the kids using their heads a little bit more than um, just relying on the physical part of the sport. And now as you guys are getting ready, you're heading into the uh, individual tournament here. Just talk about how exciting that is, because I know the team stuff is already kind of wrapped up for the most part. But just talk about how, I mean, it's the sport of wrestling. That's what's so interesting about it is you go from the team, and then now you go to the individuals, and now you have a chance to, no matter how the team did or whatever, you get a chance to try and go to the state tournament. And you, that's all on your own. Yes, it is. It, kind of, it really shifts the dynamic uh, in the wrestling room. Um, you go from being teammates and now, um, you know, there might be wrestle-offs for certain weights because you might think you have a better opportunity at a different weight class. Um, so we had some wrestle-offs in the room, um, you know, some good, good friendly competition to kind of, you know, see where everybody should fit. Um, those are now established. And um, so, yeah, it, it shifts the dynamic. You know, you gotta start thinking individually, but at the same time, the kids have been really good about the have been very good about supporting each other, saying, hey, I noticed you do this. Here's how I can help you. They're really coaching each other, which is um, showing great you know, team and sportsmanship. 
And now as you're coming into the the individual tournaments here, just talk about a few guys who are really hitting their stride and have a good chance to make a run at the state tournament. Um, I would keep your eyes open for Kobe Endress uh, and Mason Brock. Definitely have um, two really good shots. Kobe will be at wrestling at the 170-pound weight class. Um, going into the tournament, he'll probably be the two seed, um, and should you know he's got he'll have a good a good shot there uh, because the top two at each weight class advance. Uh, Mason Brock, he'll he'll probably be seated pretty low, but I would keep him out to, or wouldn't keep my or count him out, I should say, um, because he is he's ready to roll. Uh, he was actually uh, state qualifier last year and um, pretty tough weight class, and a lot of guys are going to be bumping up to his weight or bumping down to his weight. Um, but I would say he's definitely one to keep an eye on. And there's a few guys that have outside shots too. Anything can happen. Uh, Matthew Wigshide at heavyweight, anything can happen. Um, Seth Strolling at 182 pounds. Um, I guess you just don't know until you wrestle the tournament. I've seen crazy things happen. That's why you got to wrestle them, right? That's right. And, uh, you know, just... I. You know, around playoff time here now, getting ready to go. Just you know, you explained a little bit the things that they're doing well, and uh, some of those wrestlers. But make your case why you got a good group of kids who are going to make a really good run here uh, to go to the state tournament. Get on your soapbox and explain it to everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> These kids bend, but they don't break. I, I have never seen a more resilient group. Um, sure, you know, if you look at the box scores, we have just been pounded on. Um, a lot of that is just because we don't have a lot. But, you know, it's kind of like that, uh, if you're into history, that Leonidas and his 300, you know, they were greatly outnumbered, but just those 300 guys were able to stick together and be strong. That's kind of what this team is. They're few in numbers, but, boy, they, they bend, but they don't break. They're there for each other day after day, um, and none of them want to quit. They've been through a lot this season and the last two seasons, I should say, um, but they've been there, so I applaud them for that. All right, and now moving on to something that we really haven't talked too much about this season or really has been talked about ever in terms of the first-ever Minnesota State High School League-sanctioned girls wrestling season. There was the section playoffs uh, last weekend, and uh, the section tournament, I should say, and uh, Maddie Gallon was the representative. She gets to go on as one of the as uh, in that state tournament, the first-ever just talk about how cool it is, not only that girls wrestling is a thing now, but that somebody from Wadena Deer Creek gets to be part of that first ever class of state tournament wrestlers. It is absolutely phenomenal uh, what Maddie has done. Uh, she's just, like I said, about being, you know, bending but not breaking. It's, it's a long season for anybody. I can't imagine being a female wrestler, having to go and face a boy every day and knowing you're going to get out-muscled. Um, you're outweighed, you're just out-experienced, and you just, you're just you going into a losing battle, but she pushed through it, um, you know, pushed through it probably harder than some of the other kids in the room. And seeing those girls at that tournament, it was really eye-opening. Um, seeing the girls wrestle other girls, kind of taking away all those other um, variables and just seeing them actually compete, it was phenomenal. We had... Um, another girl, Chloe Weary, uh, she's a former Woody and Deer Creek girl. Her family moved to Sartell uh, mid-season, so she was at the tournament. So there was actually kind of two Woody and the Deer Creek girls there. Uh, Chloe took fifth, Maddie took second, and it was it was just amazing. And it was kind of funny, when you're seeding the kids before the tournament, usually it's pretty cut and dry. 
um, you know, this kid's this record, they beat so-and-so early in the year. Well, with the girls, we nobody knew. Um, they all had losing records because they were wrestling boys all year. They had so few of them in the state. So it was just kind of like a random thing. Maddie was actually the two seed. Um, she wrestled the three seed right away in the semifinals, and she wrestled a close match but lost, and that girl ended up winning. So Madeline had to make her way all the way through the consolation uh, rounds, and it was a, it was gruesome, but she really did it. I mean, you saw her just buckle down and just do everything that she was, had learned all season. So it was truly amazing. Talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join in and talk about your wrestlers here. And uh, it's why we do it. It's the the best time of the season. It's tournament time. So best of luck as you guys go through that. And we'll chat again next week as you get ready. Hopefully a few more wrestlers going with Maddie down to that state tournament. Exactly. Thanks very much. Tournament time coming up for those boys. And again, it's all the hard work of the season that you've been putting in for weeks and weeks and months and months and get to put it all on the line here to have a chance to go down to the XL Energy Center in the state tournament a week from today. Well, now we're moving over from the mat. We're going on to the ice to talk about the Wadena Deer Creek boys hockey team. Next up here on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head hockey coach Scott Woods and coach. Just talk a little bit about how the how the last week of your team season has uh, has been. I know you guys had the playoff game here on Thursday. It was good. I mean, we had a good week of practice. We, you know, again we had the last couple of weeks with not many games, so it was trying to just keep the kids competitive and you know ready to go and, and getting our goalie healthy and. You know, all in all, things were good. It's just, uh, it just was a, a devastating loss last night. That was not easy to take, but it's um, so what it is. You know, you you kind of just live with it and move forward and, you know, celebrate the seniors and then try and get ready for next year. Yeah, and, and in that game, uh, it was 5-4, obviously, going into overtime. It's a 5-4 seed game, so it's obviously supposed to be the closest one on the bracket. And just talk a little bit about what it was like in that game, just the, the back and forth of it. Yeah, and I think you see that. You know, we always talk about it's tough to beat a team three times in one year when you're pretty closely matched. You know, we beat them twice, and but the shots were pretty even in both games, and you know that was a stressful game going in, just knowing you know it's in your it's in your own barn and you want to win that game. But it's not like we went out and laid an egg and lost. You know, terribly. It, it just it really could have gone either way. And it's just tough to take. We got up three one at one point in the second, and then. Um, they got a power play goal that got them back in it, and then they got one late in the second. That really hurt to, to get them back in the game. And then in the third, they went ahead 4-3, and our, our kids were resilient and hung in there and came back and scored about a minute later. And then in the overtime, we had a, a great scoring chance, and it just didn't go on a 2-on-1, and, um, and they turned around and ended up getting the face off in our end. And the guy was able just to put one past our goalie, and, Again, it was just an all-around team thing that uh, could have gone either way. And guys, you know, they competed hard. I, I will, you know, again, it's it's hard to take the losses sometimes. You know, as a coach, you put in so much time and effort, and you really just because you want to see the kids be successful. So it's sometimes even harder on the coaches, you know. Um, again, just, just because we want to see that. And then it's tough for seniors to see it end like that. But it was a great game. Really could have gone either way. And unfortunately, um, it didn't go our way. 
And, and you mentioned that. Just both teams played hard. It was obviously like a game that goes to overtime. It's obviously anybody's game. Uh, and, and just do you look at it like that? Do you look at it as we just we played a great game and it just we weren't able to come out on top? Or was it when you look back, do you say if we just would have did things a little bit different? Or just kind of how do you evaluate kind of then to go into next year? Well, I think it was a great game. I think it could have gone either way. It's just tough when we beat them twice, you know, and we knew we were capable of beating them again. But again, just because you beat them twice doesn't mean you're going to do it a third time. But, um, you, you know, I think the biggest evaluation out of it, one of the things we really wanted for this group is to advance to the next round to get the chance to play. And, you know, we do our semifinals in the same building on the same night. So all four teams play. It's a great experience to be part of just one of those things you know we really that's probably the biggest disappointment have the seniors get that opportunity and then you know as i would say any year it's it's always hurts so much to lose your seniors this year's group as they, they just they come to work every day i mean they've taken on their role whatever it happens to be it's it's been really cool some of them play regular shifts some of them don't play much at all but they have been phenomenal the way they've you know, interacted this year with the team, and it's been really fun. The team chemistry has been really good. Um, but, you know, on the flip side to that, you know, the the exciting part for us, you know, once you take that next step forward, um, is that we return the bulk of our team. I mean, we have lots of guys coming back, and they're a very competitive group. And, you know, I'm already looking forward to what they're capable of doing next year if they put some time in the off season here. And just talk a little bit about just that, just kind of what do you guys do now in uh... – in that off season, what do you do? Kind of, you know, obviously there's a little bit of a break, but when do you guys? When do you want to start? Kind of to have that kind of working towards the next year again. Well, today, <laughs> no, we. I mean, here's kind of what we do. I mean, our our thing is when we get done, you know, we like to give the kids a break, but we also have we try and have optional ice because we can work them all the way up through the state tournament. So it's one of those things where we like to say, you know what, let's let's keep coming. If you need a break, take a break. But if you want to come, I know, and we like to invite our next year's kids to get up and start just getting a feel for the team if they're interested in coming. So we start with that, and then I encourage kids to play other sports. I think if we can get multi-sport athletes, that goes a long way. You know, to play something year-round, I think, is not always ideal, um, but you got to find the balance. So it's generally, you know, I'll encourage them to play a spring sport and go do something else, get your brain off hockey for a little bit, just be an athlete. But then we try and push to do some extra things, too. And, and again, finding a balance of let's do some stuff together as a team in the summer. We we do get some ice time, but not to a point where they don't get to get a break and be with their families and go to the lake and, and do the other things. So it's typically for us, as we get some ice time in the summer, we encourage them to get in the weight room, do some extra things. And if they want to get some ice time on their own, you know, this group has kind of done that. That's where they've been successful and had a winning season. They tend to do some extra things without coaches as well. And I know this group is going to want to do that. I know they're hungry. They they had a hard time with this loss last night. And, again, with so many of them returning, they have high hopes next year to have a really good season. And you mentioned that, that there's a good group of kids coming back. And you guys had a good season this year. You were taught, you were a four seed in the section. And, and just how does that help in just uh, building this team? But also just talk about what, this year is really what have they really done well this year to kind of put them in that position to be a good team well i think they've shown success like i said our, our, our seniors did a great job they worked and battled and in a lot of their role was you know keeping the other team off the scoreboard killing penalties you know eating up minutes on certain shifts but when we look at next year our top our first 10 scorers all come back i mean it's 
uh, that part's very intriguing for next year. Are all five defensemen that started a regular shift come back, and our starting goalie comes back? So I mean, it's again, it's those missing pieces. Of course, you always have to fill in, but we have so many of those. The upper end of our scoring coming back that it just makes it exciting to look for that. You know, again, you got to get past this loss and, and losing your seniors, but knowing you have that much, typically. You know, to to get your first ten goal scorers back just doesn't happen. I don't think that's ever happened in my coaching career. So it's it's nice to know that that puts some excitement in. Um, I've even talked to the kids of many years ago. The one time we went to the state tournament in Wadena, um, the year before was very similar. We had fourteen, fifteen wins, something like that. We had a lot of close losses. We returned almost everybody. Lost a couple key seniors, and uh, but returned the big bulk of that team. And when they went from juniors to seniors, they just took a whole nother step, and we just started putting teams away that, you know, we had tight games with the year before. So that's always kind of your hope, you know. <laughs> I told them, let's envision that and see if we can, you know, put some time in the off season to get ready and, and try and somewhat repeat what we did way back when. Talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, it's been a fun season. It's been fun to chat with you here throughout the year and follow your team's progress. And uh, they had a great year and hope to build on that for next year. Yeah, and we we sure appreciate the coverage. I know all the coaches do. It's it's a great thing you guys are doing. And, and um, like I said, it's all about recognizing the kids and the accomplishments and the efforts they put in. So we, uh, we sure thank you for your time getting us on the air. All right. Always great to chat with you, Coach Woods, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Next up here on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. And, Coach, just talk about how your team has been playing here in the last week. I know Thursday night you guys got a big win uh, over Barnesville. Yeah, yeah. It's been kind of a chaotic week with the day off Monday and then e-learning Tuesday, two hours late on on Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, we came, came into practice on Wednesday with the uh, – a certain mentality and a, and a great level of focus. And I thought we had a great practice, which, which leads into uh, um, a good game that we had, you know, varsity wise against Barnesville. Um, we knew it was going to be tough going into it. We knew, you know, what was kind of on the line, you know, there's some section seating that's kind of up in the air and we knew that. And, you know, from the start, I feel like we were, we were pretty focused and, um, and, and ready to go. And one of the big reasons, I know uh, for those who heard the game yesterday, or uh, Thursday night rather, and uh, we in the pregame show, in the pregame interview, you said rebounding was going to be something that they really needed to do if they want to, if uh, you guys wanted to win. And I, at least from my perspective, I thought you guys did a great job getting on the boards and doing all that kind of stuff, and it was a big reason why you guys were able to get that win. Do you feel like they rebounded well? Yes, yes. That was a, a huge key, and I thought we responded really well Um to that challenge, Barnes was a team with, with really good size combined with athleticism and just overall aggressiveness. And um, in watching film with them, they kind of take it to teams on, on the offensive boards. And um, we knew that going in, that that would be a key. We need to do our job on the, on the boards. And, and that's what we did. I'm not sure what the final numbers were, but I know at halftime it was close. And then um, at the end of the game, you know, we, uh, we came up with some, some big time stops and then, some big time rebounds, you know, and, um, you know, we're not the, uh, the biggest, strongest, fastest crew out there, but, um, you know, credit to our girls and their character and, um, their ability to fight through some adversity and, um, just continue to just battle on the boards, um, and, and not let Barnesville have those second or third opportunities because 
um, that's how a team beats you, you know, and, um, you know, defense has been our priority all year and, um, you know, what's a, a good defensive possession without, you know, cleaning up the boards, it's, it's nothing. So, um, our girls are really bought into that and, um, you know, we were, we answered the call definitely, um, on the, on the boards. And I know earlier in the season, we talked a little bit and you talked about kind of breaking the press and doing those things and kind of uh, taking that next step as a team. And Barnesville is a team that pressed a little bit, especially towards the end too. Uh, you guys did a, a great job of handling that. And I know it's the end of the season. Usually teams are, are better against the press, but outside of a couple plays here and there, you guys really did a good job breaking that press. Just kind of what does that say about the team just kind of working through this season to uh, to now be really good against that? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of been one of our focuses too. Is is going up against, you know, different presses. Um, Barnesville had had some two-two-one uh, type presses and that they put on against us, and we just continue to just talk about and and be about the little things that that matter. You know, what when you're going against a press, um, you know, taking your time, being patient, using ball fakes, um, faking with your eyes, um, using back dribbles. Um, not forcing when we don't have to. And then, you know, just kind of having that sense of, you know, when you're getting close to that 10 second, you, you know, we got to have a little bit of urgency and just, you know, go at people a little bit and not be afraid to, um, not be afraid to, to take it at somebody that's right on us and, um, and get it across. And, and so we did take some steps forward overall, you know, going up against full court presses. And I thought we handled the ball pretty well last night. I think we ended up with, with 14 turnovers and um you know I, you know ideally our goal is right around 12 or less but against a good you know athletic and lengthy team in in Barnesville that presses and and, and pressures yeah we'll we'll take it and one last thing here on the game from Thursday night is uh Montana Carson had a great night from the field. I, I believe it was four or five three-pointers from the far corner uh, in the second half, really giving you guys a big boost on offense. How important was that night for her? <laughs> it was absolutely crucial. You know, um, when we play against good teams, we have to be able to knock down shots, and she was our shot maker. She was our our, our spark, um, you know, from the start. Uh, she got going there in the, in the first half, even after – you know, a, a few misses there right away. And that's what, that's what I like the most is she missed maybe her first three or so, uh, but she just kept firing away. And um, she wasn't second-guessing or, or, you know, um, you know, not thinking shot first. She continued to just let it fly. Um, and, and she hit a few there, and she, she kept us in it. And um, they were absolutely critical threes there in the second half. And, um just her level of, of confidence and um, her belief in herself is, is awesome. Like she's just a super competitive kid and um, she's doing this all as a freshman. And so she's um, done incredibly well all year and she's been shooting really well, especially like the last few weeks. Um, I think in our last five or 10 games, she's up around 40% from three, which is, which is awesome. Um, And, you know, people see, you know, the numbers, you know, the scoring and the threes and things like that. Uh, but what I see is in the summertime, you know, her and her sister were, were on our shooting machine in the gym, getting up reps over and over and over again, hundreds and hundreds of shots, um, you know, per day, you know, just getting them up. And, and so 
that's what we talked about in the locker room, you know, at halftime and after the game is yeah, in, in basketball, especially success doesn't just happen. You know, success is earned. Um, success is not an accident. And Montana is, is a prime example of that. Um, she has, has earned the ability to keep firing away and keep shooting. And it's, it's awesome to see all of her hard work pay off. All right, and last question for you here, Coach. Now working in uh, to the playoffs there, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but that's next up on the docket here. So uh, Thursday is the first playoff game, uh, and you guys potentially could play Barnesville again. Do you think getting to play them in that situation, is that beneficial for you guys, having seen them right before you would potentially have to play them again? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think so, and we do have Bagley tonight. We're up up in Bagley um, tonight for a JV and, and varsity game. So um, hopefully we can go in there and, and have a good bounce back game. You know, back to back, it's tough. Um, but yeah, and then we're right into the playoffs, and it is looking like um, a Barnesville matchup potentially, maybe Pelican Rapids. Um, but it is it is beneficial for us to have seen them. Um, seen them already and and have success you know it gives the the girls a good good confidence boost that hey we can go out there and 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 beat this team you know there's there's no reason to go into this thinking oh let's hope to win we can go in there and um and expect to win and um we know how how hard of work it was to to pull off that win um in so many different different ways and so now we know that so we can expect that going into into the playoffs next week and no matter who you play it's going to be it's going to be tough it's playoff basketball um but it is nice to to be playing well here at the end of the year all right talking here with wadena deer creek head girls basketball coach jordan cressip coach thanks so much for taking the time to join in and we'll chat at you again next week yeah sounds good thank you cj appreciate it that was Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressup. They're talking about his team and uh, a big section win there against Barnesville and potentially giving the girls the confidence if they have to go play him again to go up to Barnesville and be able to beat them. All right, now moving over from girls' side of things, let's go over and check on the boys' basketball team. Next up here on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys' basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And, Coach, just talk about how it's been with your team here the last week. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, uh, to be honest. We're on a little bit of a roll here. I think we're at uh, five wins in a row. Um, you know, so the guys are the guys are playing well. Um, we're we're playing great as a team, and I think we're finally coming together as far as uh, guys understanding and knowing their role. And uh, kind of similar to what we talked about a week ago, uh, if we if we can get to that point consistently, which we've started to show, um, you know, it makes us very excited for the section playoffs. And just had a game this week against Bagley here. Um, and just kind of talk about how it feels coming into that one. Like you said, it got five wins in a row here. Talk about what's been working for you. Yeah, uh, Bagley, they're, you know, they're, they're struggling a little bit. Um, I think their overall, overall record right now is 0-24. Um, and seeing a lot of their scores uh, with teams that we've played, um, we knew that if, if we came out, we, we did our jobs and played um, the way we're capable, that we should be okay um, and we were able to uh, execute a, different, a couple of different things that we're hoping to do throughout the remainder of the season. Um, on the defensive end in the first half, I uh, got to a big, about 40-ish point lead, um, and then got to get uh, everybody on the squad minutes in the second half. So that was, that was, that was a really good thing to do. It's fun to have those games where um, all 18 guys that are dressed are getting minutes. So 
It was fun to, fun to have that happen. And you mentioned that you guys are feeling good winning five games in a row here. And what do you think has been the key to that success? What have you guys been doing really well as of late? You know, I think one of the bigger things that we've been doing um, on a more consistent basis is scoring the basketball. Uh, we really haven't gotten into any uh, big scoring droughts where we can't get a bucket for three, four, five minutes stretches of the game. Um, looking back to a couple of close losses earlier, uh, about a month or so ago it's been already. Um, like with Verndale, when they came to our place, that was one of our Achilles heels. Is we, we had so many just empty possessions in a row, and it turned into three, four minutes without a scoring. Um, so that kind of that kind of hurt us a little bit. Um, another team that we did that against was um, Henning over at their place. We were in a close game. Uh, things were looking good. And then all of a sudden we went into a little drought, and they went on a big 12-0 or 14-0 or whatever it was run, and that got them way ahead. Um, and so fortunately we have been able to avoid those droughts. And on the, on the plus side, we've been able to go on a couple of good runs on our, on our own. Um, the bus scoring the ball quite a bit and on multiple possessions in a row and being able to stop the other team so we can go on those big runs and extend the lead. And, again, we were just talking off air a little bit here. You guys are going to have to play a lot of games to kind of make up through the, the weather that's kind of rescheduled a bunch of things. Uh, so just talk about what that schedule looks like and just kind of how your team is feeling heading into that, uh, heading into this last week and a half here. Yeah, we had, uh, starting last night, we had, or will have six games in nine days. Uh, and, you know, as far as basketball games go, that's a lot of games in, with not a lot of practice time or rest time. Um, so, for us to get a game like last night where the starters didn't play at all in the second half, um, that's huge for us to save the legs a little bit, knowing we have another game coming up the next night. Um, who knows you know, what the schedule is going to be like uh, next week as far as wins and losses go. Um, but if we're able to get another game or two like that, that would be uh, nothing but a big positive for us. Uh, but we have Crookston coming to town tonight, Friday night. Um, then uh, next week we have a makeup game with Verndale at Verndale. A Tuesday night for final home game, Frazee comes to town. And then on Thursday, we go to Park Rapids, and we finish the season Friday at Parker's Prairie. Uh, with, in that mix, uh, count, including tonight, Crookston, uh, then Frazee and Park Rapids, those are all uh, section opponents. And Park Rapids is just above us in the QRF, so a possibility of that maybe being a big impact as far as a tiebreaker game goes. Um, so it'll, it'll be good to get play those section games and to keep building our our QRF total to see where we stand in the final section. And you mentioned that getting a lot of those section games, how important is that not just to get, not just to get the wins and like you said, get the QRF stuff, but also just to kind of get used to playing in the section again and kind of preparing yourself for that. Uh, what's to come in uh, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we notice it uh, big time when we're playing in those games, you know, when we play the, uh, the East Grand Forks of the world, the Pelican Rapids, the Barnesville, um, the games tend to be a lot more physical than our typical conference uh, games are and for us to be able to get those games leading right into playoffs is going to be huge for us uh, i think something that's happened in the past for us is we play a lot of those section games early in the year um in december and early january and we finish a lot of our conference schedule towards the end of the year where we're, we're not used to that physicality and be able to you know play that aggressive on both offense and defensive end um so for us to be able to get a little bit a little preview of that um leading right up to our first playoff game that's gonna be huge uh, we play park rapids who is like I said, just ahead of us in the standings, uh, we played them next Thursday, which is exactly a week before the playoff game. Um, so that'll give us a, a, a good test right there, just to see kind of how we stack up with uh, teams similar to us in the comp or in the section. 
And uh, last question for you here, Coach, just as, again, the final week and a half of the season here, getting ready for the playoffs, got a long week ahead. Just what are you guys looking for as a coaching staff? Maybe things that you guys just want to tighten up a little bit as you try and finish out that regular season. I think the biggest word that comes to mind is just execution. Um, when it comes down to any of our defensive strategies that we're trying or defensive plays or whatever you want to call it, um, as far as our offensive sets, like just making sure we can execute and do the little things right. You know, we're earlier in the season, you're trying to just get guys minutes and get guys comfortable and you maybe forgive them if they miss a screen or miss a set play somewhere here and there. Um, where now we little mistakes like that can't happen. I specifically remember, and Josiah, if you are listening to this, you'll forgive me, I know. Um, but last night I got after him because we had a kind of a transition play, a fast break. We kicked it up to him in the corner, and his, his first step, he stepped right out of bounds, like just not understanding where he was on the court. And I started to kind of get after him. I mean, we were up 20 points at the time, but getting after him because if that was in a playoff game, that would have been a huge, crucial turnover for us where those kind of things are the things that we're really looking to make sure we kind of sew up and make sure we're ready to go come tournament time. Talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join the program, and we'll chat at you again next week, getting ready to talk some playoffs. All right, you bet. Thanks, thanks, DJ. That'll wrap up our show for today. This has been Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Stay tuned next week as we will bring you more conversations with the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and more. See you then. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.